We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Welcome to church. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Today is the first Sunday of this month of September and our month of divine intervention. I am so excited and I am looking forward to the things I am going to be teaching you this month. Listen, this month you are going to, it's going to be like you are in the school of the supernatural now. You should not miss any of the services, whatever you do. Now, I want you to grab your pen, grab your paper, take your iPad, your iPhone, whatever it is, make sure you take as much notes as possible and make sure you return and watch the services over and over and over repeatedly until something clicks in your spirit, my friend, okay? So this is, this is, and it's September now, it's September, we all go back to school. Now this is you returning to school, and I want you to, I want you to approach this month like you have, you have registered on a one-month intensive program on the School of the Supernatural. That's how much, how important this subject matter is, how to enjoy divine intervention. Praise the Lord. So once again, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for being in church. How be it the cyber church? And here it comes. The church has left the building. <laughs> Woo! Praise God. And I thank God for your life. Now you can get, get comfortable. Grab your tea, your coffee. Grab your phone, your iPad, your laptop. Whether you are lying down on your kitchen table. Hey! The power of God will visit you where you are in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Now listen, I want you to invite your friends, invite your family, invite everyone you know to come and be part of this school of the supernatural this month. You don't want to miss it, all right? Praise the Lord. Now let's get started. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory for all that you have packed into this month for your children. Lord, I ask, oh God, that this today be the day for a new beginning in their lives, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Let this month be a productive month. Let this month be the month of fruitfulness, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I decree, Father, open heaven over you and your family this month in the mighty name of Jesus. I commit this month into God's hands for you. And I pray that you will experience divine intervention in all that you do in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you will experience angelic assistance in all that you do this month, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we are, I want to try to introduce this subject matter, divine intervention. How to enjoy divine intervention. Oh, I, I love this. There's nothing as good as when God fights your battles for you. 
how to enjoy divine intervention. First and foremost, my friend, I want you to understand that divine intervention is a reality and it comes with your package of salvation. Divine intervention is a reality. You are looking at someone who has experienced and, and benefited from divine intervention in my 30 years of, a, of being a Christian, right? So it's a reality, and it comes with your salvation package. However, you must know, you must know how to tap, how to unpack this. You must know how to set your expectation so as to maximize the power of the Holy Spirit around you. And that is what we are going to be diving into this month. Now, let us look again. Let's look again at the scripture we read, our, our text today, Joshua chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. Joshua 6, verses 1 through 7. The Bible says, Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Does that sound so relevant to you? Does that not sound so relevant to you? The things we want in life look so close, yet so far away. He says, now Jericho was completely shut up. They were looking at their promise. They were looking at their, pro their, their prophecies. They were looking at their future. They were looking at the kind of things they want to enjoy. But the Bible says there was something about that thing they were believing God, believing God for. There was something about that promise that it was completely shut off. No one was going in, no one was coming out. Coming out. So Jericho heart is gets shut. Ah, the Bible. So, and so it's like our promises and our desires are locked behind a wall guarded by forces beyond our control. Jericho was completely shut off. Look at verse 2. It says, and God, and the, and the Lord said to Joshua, see, see, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor, right in the middle of that frustration, right in the middle of that frustration and realization that you are out of death and God speaks. He says, see, I have given you your dreams. See, I have given you your desires. I have given them into your hands. Praise the Lord. And I pray that you will see the way God expects you to see in the name of Jesus. I pray that God Almighty will turn your focus back to him this month so that you begin to see the way God sees. And I will talk about that in a while. So is it not interesting how much God wants you to win in life? Is it not interesting how much God wants you to win in life? And so here you are. You are looking at that promise. Here you are. You have received that prophetic word. Here you are. Your aspirations, your dream, and your desires, they look so close, but yet it's, it's, it looks so close, but yet far away. And God said, see, I have given that job into your hands. See, I have given that marriage into your hands. See, I have given that relationship into your hands. See, I have given these children into your hands. Praise the Lord. 
I love verse 3. Oh, I love verse 3. And instantly, divine direction kicks in. God has a strategic plan. God has a strategic plan for his children. Verse 3 says, it says, you shall, you shall march around the city. All you men of war, you shall go around the city once. This you shall do six days, and seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of, of ram's horn before the ark. Just look at divine directives. My friend, how to enjoy divine intervention? Look at the first process there. They understood their need, and they understood their promise, and understood their prophecy. Number two, they saw the obstacle. But the moment they saw the obstacle, the moment they appreciated the fact that there was an obstacle, God gave them supernatural divine directive. He says, this is the strategy. This is the plan. This is the process you will use to overcome this, this, this problem. I pray that you will hear the voice of God in the midst of trouble. I pray that you will hear the voice of God in the midst of challenges. I pray that you will hear the voice of heaven in the midst of life's confrontation. And so from verse 3, right through to verse, to verse uh, 5, the Bible went ahead and gave the details, detailed plan of how they will overcome this particular challenge. And then verse 6, Joshua responded, and Joshua does the needful. The Bible says in verse 6, Then Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant. Let seven priests bear seven trumpets of rams home before the ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Proceed and march around the city. Oh, that is a man who has received divine direction. He said, Proceed, despite what you see. Proceed. In spite of your fear, proceed. He said, I don't mind, I don't, yes, you are anxious, but proceed. Yes, yes, you are afraid, but proceed. I speak to someone here by the Spirit of Almighty God. I say, proceed in the name of Jesus. I say, move forward in the name of Jesus. I say, proceed in your endeavor in the mighty name of Jesus. And as you obey, May the power of God rest upon you and your household in the name of Jesus. The problem you see today is gone tomorrow in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen very carefully, my friend. There comes, there comes a time in everyone's life when one is faced with what seems like an impossible or difficult function, task, or situation. There will come a time in a man's life when one is faced with a difficult situation, when one is faced with a difficult task, when one is faced with an impossible situation. How to enjoy divine intervention, that's what we're talking about. And from my years of ministry and praying with people, I have identified seven categories of difficult situations. Seven categories. And let me share those categories with you today. Number one, 
difficulty, difficulty, uh, 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 doing a difficult task or carrying out a difficult responsibility. That's category one. <laughs> now, I remember it was at year 2000. You know how you apply for a job, I applied for a job, and, um, and um, I really believed that um, <laughs> I can do this job. You know, and they asked me, can you do this? I said, yes. And so they offered me the job. They offered me a contract. I mean, I mean, it was a lot of money. And then on my first day on this site, I realized that I had no clue. I mean, zilch, nada, zero. And I panicked. I panicked. I was sweating. I was scared. I was anxious. Because now I was sitting, um, sitting with the finance director and the CEO, and, I, and instantly I knew I was over my head. And I remember praying that prayer and saying, Oh Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I am out of my league here. Help me, oh God. Help me, Holy Spirit. This is a difficult task. I have no experience. Oh God, help me. It's amazing. Oh, that's why I have passion for the marketplace. It's amazing that my God, the, your God, is the same God over your career. The God you serve is the same God over your enterprise. And so I went, I cannot tell the number of times I have run into my client's toilet, sit down, and then be praying in their spirit, and then be agonizing in prayer, asking God to give me wisdom to solve a problem. <laughs> oh my God! They have paid you 600 pounds a day. You must cough up. <laughs> and right there, I will feel, I will sense the presence of the Holy Spirit in the toilet. And whenever he comes in, I feel this sense of calm and peace and confidence. And I will hear a voice in my spirit. Do one, two, three, four, five. From today, may you never lack divine instruction in the name of Jesus. May you never lack divine instruction in the name of Jesus. From today, from today, I command your ears to be open. I command your ears to be open because my God is always speaking. I command your ears to be open to hear divine instruction in the name of Jesus. There is nothing too difficult for God to do. With God, all things are possible. Difficult function, difficult task, difficult responsibility to be carried out. Category one. That has taken out so many professionals. Difficult function. You start a business. You take loan from the bank or maybe borrow from friends and family and you start a business and then halfway through, 
all of a sudden you realize that your skills and the market requirement do not match. And there are so many people who have lost investments, wasted time, wasted money, because they did not know how to take their business to the next level. There are so many people who are matching time right now in their career. They are stuck at a level because they don't know how to do the necessary task and apply the necessary responsibility to be promoted to the next level. I pray for grace and wisdom for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Number two, seven categories of, of, seven categories of difficult situations. Right. Number two, great and urgent financial need. I am talking about the categories of issues that requires divine intervention in life. Seven categories I have experienced in my 30 years or worked, with, worked through with people in my 30 years of being a Christian. Number two, great and urgent financial need. Running out of money before month end. Mm. Been there. And then your car fills them with tea. It's not interesting that the month you run out of money before the end of the month, that is the month that your car will fill them with tea. Or your fridge packs up. Great and, and urgent financial need. No deposit for a house. They say, well, boy, well, times are tough. It's amazing. These things, they respond, they, res they respond, they respond to divine intervention. These things respond to divine intervention. This category, great and urgent financial need. One of my sons came to me, you heard the testimony several times. One of my sons came to me and said, they said we cannot get a mortgage. We just don't have it. And we have gone from one, from one financial advisor to the other. And yet, they won't grant, they won't give us a mortgage because they said our deposit is not enough. We are living in this, in this apartment that is too small for the family. We need to move out of here. I said, what did we do? We said, come. Every Wednesday, come and talk about your finances. And then we pray together. And then we look at your income and your expenditure, and we do the needful, and then and then we pray together. That was around November. Before the end of that year, from nowhere, they met a financial advisor who decided to advance them the deposit and give them a plan to buy their own home. Great and, and urgent financial need. That's another category. Category three. Life-threatening illness. That does not need any explanation. If you have been following the news. Life-threatening illness. Categories of issues that require divine intervention in life. Life-threatening illness. Number four. Serious affliction. Health affliction. I said affliction. 
what is the, what is the difference between affliction and regular illness? Consistency. Consistency. Consistent back ache. Consistent back ache. You can't sleep well. You cannot walk well. Consistent permanent lower back ache. Affliction. The kind of ache that you have been to the doctors, you have taken painkillers, but the back ache is still there. If that is you under the sound of my voice this morning, I take authority over that pain right now in the name of Jesus. I decree the intervention of heaven over your mortal body in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Serious affliction, period pain. Month after month after month after month after month after. If that is you this morning, I command, if that is you today, I command that affliction to cease in the name of Jesus. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. Beautifully and wonderfully put together. I command that pain to cease in the mighty name of Jesus. Affliction. Migraine. Consistent headache. Front lobe, back lobe, side lobe. Consistent headaches. Categories of issues that requires divine intervention. I command that ache to cease in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree the power of the Holy Spirit rest upon you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet in the mighty name of Jesus. As they receive healing, whether it's headache, Backache, period pain, ankle aches, knee aches, whatever it is. I said, receive your healing today in the name of Jesus. He that the Son of Man has set free is free indeed. I decree your liberty and your freedom from affliction, from pain in the mighty name of Jesus. Category five, theft. That is what the enemy has stolen either in physical or spiritual items. What the enemy has stolen. And for some of you, the devil has robbed you. Steal your joy. Steal your time. Steal your finances. Meddle into your relationships. Theft. 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 You have something good going on. All of a sudden, the Bible says, he said, while men slept, the enemy came and sowed tears. And the owner of the garden said, 
did we not sow good seed on this ground? How come we are seeing weeds? And then he gave them a divine, 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 divine instruction. He said, let both of them grow together until the last day, until the last day of harvest, and they will separate the weeds from the seeds. So the enemy can steal your time. He can steal your joy and introduce anxiety. He can rob you. He can take something that belongs to you. He can waste your time. I call that theft. Whatever has been stolen from you, I pray that this month be the month of recovery for you in the name of Jesus. That as God intervenes in your life this month, that God will bring divine restoration and divine, uh, bring you to a harvest in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Praise the Lord. Number six, bondage, six, the sixth category, bondage of habits and addiction. Mm. Anger. Addicted to anger. Don't say, oh, but this is me. No, it's not you. It's not you. Yeah, but everybody knows, everybody, everybody around me knows that I'm, I'm short-tempered. No, that's not you. That's your old nature. That's your old nature. So don't be, ah, don't be, don't make anger a habit. And for some people, they have, anger has become a lifestyle and a habit. Gambling. We are talking about bondage of habits. Bondage of habits. Pornography. Bondage of habits. You think you have control over it, but it is controlling you. Bondage of habits. Even food. <laughs> Even food. Even food. Eating when you are not hungry. <laughs> bondage of habits. I'm guilty. Sugar. You know, it took me a while after I turned 50. It took me a while to deliver myself from sugar. Now I can drink tea and coffee without sugar. It was a big wrestle. Bondage of habits. Category seven. Hmm. Family troubles. Family troubles. Whatever it is that has become a bondage of habit to you, I break it today in the name of Jesus. Let every form of habit, negative habits, let it be destroyed today in the mighty name of Jesus. I say be free in Jesus' mighty name. Category seven, family troubles. Family troubles, conflict between couples as the work of Satan. 
conflict. The Bible says, can two walk together unless they agree? But the enemy came. Name the enemy comes in and put a wedge between a husband and a wife. And all of a sudden, the home, the marital home, that should be a home of peace and joy and comfort and bliss, become a war zone. Family troubles. Family troubles. I'm talking about family troubles. Or problems with children. The kid goes on, then goes to school, and then for whatever reason, just constantly gets into one trouble. Every other day, phone call from the school. Every other day, phone call from the school. Every other day, phone call from the school. Family troubles. Or just have difficult children. Difficult children. You have tried and tried and tried, but this kid is just blessed. Or maybe not even your children. Maybe not even your marriage. Maybe your parents' marriage. You know, that a mom has old, they've been married for a long time, but they are still fighting like teenagers. And in the entire, all your siblings, everything is all about dad and mom, dad and mom. So it just distracts you from running your own life. Family troubles. I speak peace into your home right now in the name of Jesus. I speak peace into your home right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I command every storm in your life, this month of divine intervention, I command every storm in your life to cease in Jesus' mighty name. I pray that you experience the peace of God right now. I pray you experience the peace of God this month in the name of Jesus. All these things can be exhausting, can be frustrating. These are frustrating and exhausting situations. Honestly, all these things could be very difficult and seemingly impossible situations when you face them. In such situations, we call, I mean, they are like your, your Jericho moment. And in this situation, we call for the, we need the divine intervention for supernatural conquest. In all these seven categories I've just highlighted to you, we need divine intervention for, for supernatural conquest. You need, you need it. Because my friend, life is war. Life is war. All these promises, all these promises in this, in these promises and the prophetic word in these seven categories of areas in, in life, they are, they, are in, they are in your Jericho, locked down. Look at your life. Life. God, God, listen my friend. Life is war and we need God to fight our battles. We need God. That's why this month is the month of divine intervention. We need God to fight our battles for us. You and I, we need God to fight our battles for us. Look at your life. Look at your family. If you are honest with yourself and you are not navel-gazing, you will see someone is struggling right now. Someone is struggling. Someone struggled to just make something happen. 
Someone is struggling, whether it's you or your family, if you sincerely look at your life or you look at your, your family, your extended family, if you are not navel-gazing, you will see someone is struggling to get something done right now. Someone is in a loop right now. They are trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing. We need divine intervention. We need God to fight our battles for us. Whether it's trying to get a boyfriend or get a girlfriend, whether someone is trying to get married, trying to have kids, trying to have a proper job, trying to have a proper career, trying to be happy in marriage, trying to buy a house, trying to get a deposit, trying to constantly battling sickness or constant quarrel between dad and mom, stressing the entire family out. Life is war and we need God to fight our battles for us. We need God. We need God. So we are going to look into three areas. We are going to look at the picture of supernatural conquest. And then we will look at the promise of supernatural conquest. And then we will look at the prerequisites of supernatural conquest. All right? Picture, promise, Prerequisite of supernatural conquest. Because, my friend, this month, you are going to be so skilled up in the realm of the spirit that God will constantly intervene in your matter throughout this month. And I look forward to your testimony. But let's just, let me start, round up by looking at the picture of supernatural conquest, okay? Right? I want to share with you the, what the picture of supernatural conquest looks like, all right? And, I will, and then we close. So, what does it mean? Supernatural what is supernatural conquest? What do I mean by that? It simply means when God takes over the battle and fights for you. What does supernatural conquest mean? It means God takes over your battle and fights for you. I see God fight for you this month in the name of Jesus. Second Chronicles 20, verse 17 to 18. It says, you will not need to fight in this battle. My friend, listen. It's not every battle you fight in. Not every battle is yours. Sometimes God will say, step aside, my boy. I got this. And that is my prayer for you this month. God was telling his people. He said, you will not need to fight. Sometimes you need to fight. And sometimes you don't need to fight. Sometimes God takes over the matter. Sometimes God fights the battle for you. He says you may not need to fight in this battle. He says position yourselves. Second Chronicles 17. Position yourself. Stand see, stand still and see. He said, position yourself, stand still and see. Listen very carefully. Sometimes in a battle of life, you don't need to fight, you don't need to do anything, you don't need to say anything. When you are experiencing divine intervention in supernatural conquest, sometimes all you need to do, fold your hands, stand still and see. Position, stand, see. Now that's my favorite posture. 
that is my favorite posture. When life throws things at you, when life throws things at you, they are laying people off at work. Your mother-in-law is annoying you. Your children are stressing you. This headache won't shift. This backache won't shift. Sometimes you need God to fight your battles for you. What a supernatural conquest when God takes over and fights your battle for you. As the Bible says, oh Judah, say, do not fear or be dismayed. Do not fear. Do not fear or be dismayed. Because this one is my fight. It says, tomorrow go out against them. For the Lord is with you. <laughs> for the Lord is with you. He says, you will not fight in this battle. Position, stand, see. But advance physically in warfare. So, two parallel lives here. It says physically, spiritually. Your posture is you position yourself, you stand, and then you see. But naturally, it says go to war. Go. Advance towards them. Go and meet them. Go and engage with them. But supernaturally, I am behind you. Verse 18. And Jehoshaphat, again, just like Joshua, he did the needful. He bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, I'm not fighting in this battle. Thank you, I'm not fighting in this battle. Thank you, Father. You will go before us. You will go before us. I see God go before you throughout this month in the mighty name of Jesus. I see God go before you into this month in the mighty name of Jesus. I see God fight your battles for you in the name of Jesus. I release upon you today the grace to position yourself. I release I, I upon you today the grace to stand still. The grace to stand still in the middle of, in the, in the midst of life's conflict. The grace to stand still. May that grace rest upon you in the name of Jesus. And the grace to see what God sees. May that grace rest upon you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me give you one more. I will continue next week. Supernatural conquest means when the victory depends on God and not man. When victory depends on God and not man. Number one, when God fights your battles. Two, when the victory depends on God and not man. David knew he was no match against Goliath. He knew. But he trusted in God to defeat Goliath through him. I will say that again. David knew he was no match to Goliath. He knew he was no match against Goliath. But he trusted in God to defeat Goliath through him. 1 Samuel 17 verse 45. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day, 
the Lord will deliver you into my hand. And I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carc- I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the breasts of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord, and He will give you into our hands. Praise the Lord. It says this day. The Lord will deliver you into my hand. Praise the Lord. May God deliver this month into your hand in the name of Jesus. At the end of this month, you will say that God has delivered this month into your hands in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Church, we will continue next week. How to enjoy divine intervention. I want you to come back and watch this message over and over again until something clicks in your spirit. Until something clicks in your spirit. Alright? So do not miss it. Do not miss next month, this next week. Make sure you complete the classes. You are blessed. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Oh, Father, I thank you for divine intervention. Thank you, Father, because this month, your children, oh God, they will stand and they will see. They will stand and they will see your deliverance. They will stand and see your liberation. They will stand and see your hand upon them in every area of their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for divine visitation. Visit everyone under the sound of my voice, Father. Intervene in their war of life in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I decree victory over everyone here today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and the family say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.